So I just hit record. So hey y'all, welcome to another podcast episode. Um, I just oh, we were just yeah, like I just wanted to hit record because we already started talking about so much good stuff. So um, yeah, but today's topic is about spirituality and Wait, where is this colorful lead? Yeah, it is. Why would you get these? I had those in high school. I mm, probably cool. like fucking. I love these. These would be good for like little notes on the side with mm-hmm. different colors, but it's not pen. It's pencil. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could, I, girl, you can have them because I, in terms of like me, like keeping a planner and like consistently writing it is not me. So at least well, not. Well, I appreciate you for these. These are dope, y'all. Paper mate, clear point. Uh, colorful pens. <laughs> get on them. They're pretty cool. If you like note takings and shit, you know yeah. you can put them on real quick. Yeah. I just, I just, hey, I just gave her some uh, colorful lead pencils. Yes, and they're super cool. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the, what was the, the topic the title? The topic is spiritual growth and where your enlightenment begins. And okay. how to stay on that, I guess vibration if you would or just path really of just learning and expanding continuing to just grow and expand your consciousness through these experiences we have I guess Mm. so one of my questions I asked destiny when I got in here was where do you feel your spiritual I guess, enlightenment or whatever uh, started. How did that start for you? That was a question she had, I had asked. And her response was, what was your response? It was something um, like, where was Where did where did it begin? Mm-hmm. Um, I was saying like- Oh, the relationships. Yeah, we were talking about how like relationships, I wanted to say, I think the purpose of, well not, uh, but like maybe like the sole purpose of, or like just like, for sure, like, the purpose of relationships is to definitely show you more about yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like we're, we, you know, we use life to learn and grow and stuff. And meeting people and having relationships with people is literally just to learn more about yourself. Exactly. And how you could be, like, that person in that relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I feel like so many people, or a good majority of people walk around and they're so quick to judge like oh that person look at how that person walks or what have you like they're so quick to judge the surface of things Mm -hmm. and without even realizing that every soul you meet whether good or bad you learn from them even if it's like a a bad soul if you would or a person you know whatever you learn from that you you can look at that situation and be like do i want to be that person who's out here thieving or whatever the fuck or you you learn Mm -hmm. it makes you learn what to look for too Mm -hmm. you know it makes it it grows your discernment it just 
everything. And I feel like that's so cliche to say and like it's common sense, like duh. But I mean, it's fucking true. I mean, I don't know. Help me out, Destiny. I don't know. It's like I don't I don't know. Just pivoting back to the relationship standpoint and how like your relationships grow you and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's very fucking true. Mm-hmm. I can't stand when I see like these women and not only only women, like I don't even just want to categorize women in that, but like people in general who get into these relationships and they're so broken before or they're whatever is going on with them at that moment, they have a relationship and you know, they look at that person and they're like, you're the end all be all. Like, what's going on? Like, we're, we're broken up now and now everything's over. Mm. And I just feel bad. I'm like, sis, no. Your mm. life does not end or start with that person. Mm, yeah. Like, and I just... The old, and that, you know, that may, it may seem like that to them because the old version of them is dying. So they're like, oh my, like I'm dying. But like, no, you just have to get break through that and, you know. Right, you have to. But they can't see that just yet. And you know why? Because you never knew who you were before this nigga. You never knew who you were before this woman. You never knew who you were. That's true. You knew what that person was to you and what that person had. But like, who are you outside of all that? And I feel Mm -hmm. like if people have more time to themselves, even in a relationship, like, there's so many people in a relationship. I know somebody now who is just kind of like, oh, we're me and this person, me and my, my, my boyfriend, whoever, my partner, this is, this, this is us. Mm-hmm. Whatever he says, I'm down with it. Whatever, you know, that mm-hmm. type of, uh, what, what, what is that word? Um, dependency, something dependency. Um, codependency. Co- that mm-hmm. codependency type shit. Mm-hmm. I can't stand that shit. I fucking hate that shit. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, what you mean? Uh, uh, what is Mark doing, bitch? What are you doing? <laughs> right. What are we gonna do? Like, where is your brain? Where's your mm-hmm. own? Where's your life? Mm-hmm. I can't stand that. Like, I can. I always appreciate a couple where, like, you know, you you have your life outside of what happens behind these doors when you walk in. You go. You rest your head for the night. You're done for the day. Mm-hmm. Like I love those couples who have their own lives, but you're coming together to share, and not only share it with yourselves, but to a certain extent, share with the people who are around you. Don't get so caught up in my nigga or my girl or whoever the fuck. Who are you? Mm-hmm. That's why people get so depressed out of these relationships. They don't know what to fucking do because you don't know who you are, baby. That's it's it's that simple. Mm-hmm. And that's what had me. Like I feel like if I didn't come, if I wasn't a strong person after my relationship, I probably would have just wallowed. I probably would have let Honda take my shit back. Like, oh well, you're not working because you're so depressed and you can't do shit. Honda comes along, be 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 free possession. But no, I did not do that. Like I fucking said well fuck this i learned from this relationship i burnt some fucking sage i sat with myself i cried and that's another thing cry through the shit mm-hmm. feel your emotions mm-hmm. feel that feeling of how you felt when your nigga talked about your size and said you weren't shit or whatever the fuck it is that affected you in that relationship feel that go through that pain cry it scream it out bitch i screamed when I broke up with my last boyfriend and I did tons of introspection and about like the shit that I did that um, 
contributed to the toxicity. Not only that, there was shit that I had to heal from for my family. And I cried through that shit. I literally, I screamed one night and just sobbed. And I felt that shit. And from that night, I was like, I don't even think I told you this is the first time you're hearing this too, Destiny. I don't even think I told you this. But like, that was the first night where I was like, yo, I'm gonna learn from this shit and I'm just gonna just be better tomorrow. I'm never gonna repeat this cycle again. And I feel like when you allow yourself to feel those emotions of when you were in a fucked up spot, you're allowing to feel how it felt to be there so you can never go there again. Mm-hmm. Which is why it helps when people want to fucking live in ego and be like, no, like I don't want to cry or I don't, I look ugly when I cry. Like, bitch, mm-hmm. no. Fuck what that shit is. How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, that's just my little spiel on it. Um, what was the topic again? <laughs> <laughs> like, relation, like, well, just growth how, in general. Like, I guess. your start to alignment with your spirituality and like how relationships help with that. That, that, yeah, that, yeah, for sure. Allowing yourself to really feel this shit on a deeper level and sit with yourself. People are on these fucking phones. I was at work yesterday telling my coworkers, I'm like, I, I work with kids like from ages to well now, um, three to um, twelve years old. And I was telling her, I was like, these kids, their babies are going to have little humps in on the back of their nape because they're in these fucking phones 24 fucking seven. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. People don't allow themselves to sit with themselves because they're on Instagram trying to avoid that pain by putting and indulging themselves in something entirely different, distracting. Mm hmm. And like, serving you know, your ego instead of serving that feeling of whoa like what did I just go through like let me sit right quick and let me figure this shit out so yeah, and the thing the thing with distraction whatever you're trying to dis- distract from is never going to go away unless you go through that you go it's through always because exactly. ev- everything is always going to be a distraction from right. what you need to you know exactly. what's where you're distracting from. Everybody's trying to go up and under and around, and they're not trying to go through. Everyone's like, mm-hmm. how do I get around this? Mm-hmm. Instead of how do I go through it mm-hmm. and get to the other side a better person right. than when I fucking entered this shit, you know? And I feel like people need to start thinking about that through that aspect. Stop trying to avoid these feelings because you're afraid about how dumb you're going to look in front of your fucking date. Fuck that nigga. Like, you're right. going through shit. What's for you is for you. You know, if the universe wants you to be with that person, then it should heal out or whatever that person to really accept you and embrace you for who you are. If not, move the fuck on. You know, and deal with this shit on your own until, you know, something happens for you. You know, so. Yeah. I don't know. For That's sure. just where I'm at. Yeah, relationships, and not even just, like, not even just like like what romantic relationships but even like in terms of like spirituality and your you know your how your consciousness is started expanding your parents like that's exactly a lot of people that's all they have and it's not and and even like okay that's all they have but even okay on the opposite on the opposite side a lot of people don't have family. And so even that sort of like, oh, I didn't have a relationship with my mom. So that is what sparked my spirituality journey. 
So I think just relationships in general teach you about yourself for you to grow and, you know. You know what? Do what? To to even even make that sound better, people. Yeah. People. Yeah. People. Yeah, just people. And that's why it's like sometimes it's, it's kind of fucking scary when you find someone who is just... I mean, I guess not scary because... I don't know. Like, I... It's not scary, but it's not weird either. But it's just, like, when you see someone who kind of just doesn't do anything and they're just, they keep to themselves, that will, for me, that will kind of, like, put on, like, a... Like, it'll make me question a little bit. Like, why are you by yourself? Like, I get, I get people, like, to stay with themselves, for the most part and be they enjoy that company of like themselves but it can get scary when like that's all they fucking do because i just mm-hmm. feel like as human beings you need people around mm-hmm. even if it's not an everyday thing like i don't have to speak to you every fucking day but like even like you still need that like i don't know because it just makes me think like you, you know, to be with your thoughts all day fucking long mm-hmm. by yourself, that's kind of like, yeah, it's not insane. Like, I don't want to mislabel it, it's but that, just that, like, it's kind of like alarming or concerning. Mm-hmm. You need like, even like, yeah, we all like, we all need each other. Like, you wouldn't be here without someone else. Right. So we all need each other, you know? Yeah. Don't. And I don't know. Don't feel, ever feel bad, y'all, to like call up on yeah, your friend reach, reach out or for help. reach out for help and spill your guts out and tell you and tell people what's going on you'll be you'll be surprised at like who can help you that and who not who can help you who went through the same shit you went and, through who like and can, is and the can, same person right. in a different body you know what I mean like you'll be surprised who is going through the same right shit and when I say I can help you I just don't even mean financially yeah emotionally because mm-hmm. they were in that spot and they can tell you some things they can they can help you mm-hmm. you never know like i like to tell people like i don't always want i don't i don't always want money from you or whatever you know what i mean like sometimes a, a shoulder to fucking cry on is all i fucking need i don't even want a dollar i don't want a dime i don't want a stand i don't want a penny but to have your ears to be heard because at the end of the day that's really what humans want too people want people want to feel heard they want to feel like they're being seen they don't want to feel like what they say or the boundaries they set aren't being heard so if you could even just be that person you know that hey you know listen to me mm-hmm. now i don't mean take advantage of your of your fucking friends now who are that person that you could vent to don't take advantage of them mm-hmm. because that shit could become a little overbearing too but at the same time you know let them tell you that mm-hmm. you know and if they once they tell you hey it's a little overbearing then no one to like kind of like you know balance it out or whatever but for the most part don't be afraid to really just share about yourself i feel like so many people like will hide shit because they don't want you to like judge or whatever like come out be you mm-hmm. what's for you is for you what's yeah. not for you isn't for you and so, then there there is like there is fear of you being the only one in that situation of you ever and it's just like well hey, I'm, well it's just like 
Well, you're even when you're alone. You're even when you feel like you're alone. You're not alone. You're I not. learned that. And even if you're the only one unique person that has went through, like, you know, like you could, there's a lot of similar situations, but even if you feel like, oh no, I've, this is, I've, you know, this is only, I've never, no one has ever gone through this. Like I'm alone in this, whatever, whatever. No. It's just like, that's not true because that's not true. Like there's out of all the bullshit in the world, we've all experienced some bullshit. And all the people in the fucking world. Right. There's a lot of fucking people. And it's just like, yeah, just, and even, even if you, and, but, but I'm saying like to own that, like, Hey, I'm, you know, so I could be the first quote unquote, first person to help other people. You know what I mean? Like own that uniqueness and being, I'm the only one. Shine your light. Yeah. Just be you. Shine, be you. Shine your light. Yeah. 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 Shine your light. Yeah. Even I struggle with that too like shining your light because it's like the thing about healing <laughs> that you has think been it's a journey cute? and it's not if that bitch will Man. come up and be like hey <laughs> 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 I was <laughs> I was gone <laughs> you know and yeah. it's about when you get out of your head about it and you you know you try not to entertain her when she arrives Mm-hmm. that's when true healing continues mm-hmm. it's about putting those thoughts and misconceptions that you had about yourself to the back of your head and realizing that that isn't you anymore because mm-hmm. that's just all ego coming up to and I don't, know, I don't know I guess I'm like I don't know digressing in a way but I, I feel like ego low key is the true devil. That's the that's the uh that's the yin or whatever. What's what's the, the what? yin and yang? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Your ego is the evil part, if you would. And then that thing that feeds your soul, that that light, that is the light. That's what you want to be. That's mm-hmm. where your intuition comes from. That is your God source. That is that is who you are. Mm-hmm. Ego, you know. I, I, my, okay, so I agree with that. And recently, I think, like, I, I figured that the ego, like, I've been trying to, like, for example, like, when I, like, taking, taking, like, shrooms and stuff like that, I was never, like, people were like, oh, you might have an ego death. I wasn't afraid of that. I was actually, like, I kind of want an ego death. But recently, what I've learned is that, you need the ego. It never dies. You, it, it doesn't die. You it need the dies. ego to, you know, you need the yin to show you the yin. Yeah, yeah. You Nature. need, like, it's just about, yeah. It's like, you need it. I, you have to, it's the same way about, like, you say, oh, going around. You can't go around the ego. Yeah, like, yeah. I wanted my ego to die so much. I have to go through my ego. I have to. I'm that bitch. I have to present myself. Have that's to. just another form of confidence, right? Not only just, that, it's you, yeah. Sorry, my bad. No, no, that not only that though, another form of confidence, but it's another way. It's how you protect yourself. Yeah. As a human being, that mm-hmm. is your human side of you. We have the ego for a reason, so right? Because Basically. we're in these fucking flesh sacks. So yeah. that that alone, you looking into the mirror every day and putting on your lashes and be like, oh, this shit looks cute. That's all ego, baby. Mm-hmm. That's that's all ego. Mm-hmm. And you and need it, that. Yeah, and I need, and I, and you, I was always like, mm, I kind of want my ego to die just so I could like, I, I thought like, okay, if my ego dies, I wouldn't, 
I, I could truly not give a fuck anymore. You know what I mean? Like how I present myself in the world. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. no, I need my ego. I too. feel like an ego death on mushrooms, if anything, it humbles your ego. Mm. If anything. It makes you walk through this life realizing that, hey, I don't need the fucking Jordan, whatever the fuck is out right now. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Right. I don't need that to like to fit in or I don't I don't need to follow the trends to let people know that I'm the shit and I'm rocking with whatever the fuck everybody else is doing and I know shit like you don't need any of that shit and I feel like an ego death on shrooms or whatever LSD whatever the fuck it is you're intaking with psychedelics I feel like if anything it really humbles you and it expands it expands your consciousness in a way where you become more aware of what um, of what's just going on around you as far as the people who don't have it. You can get out of your ego and mm-hmm. finally look past Yeah, you hand. can control your ego. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people don't have control over their ego. They let shit fly out of their fucking mouths without mm-hmm. even really, like, thinking, like, hey, should I have said that to this person? Or should mm-hmm. I have, like, really, like, acted in that way? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um... And then again, I yeah. just, you know, I just give grace, grace to people like that because we were all taught yeah. to kind of yeah. be evil and just be in our ego. So we were all taught to, you know. Yeah, this whole I, system is built off of ego. Yeah. Because money to has off. to, money and the value of, of a dollar has to, like we have to think that a dollar is a dollar with our ego. You know what I mean? Otherwise, it's just, oh, it's just a piece of paper. We it's just, we really it's just, it's fucking, paper. fucking is. And a we just write a fucking dollar on it. Write right. the number one on it. But if you have, if you have, like, your, our ego is what charges the dollar to have its value. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Um, just to, like, I guess to wrap it up and just go back to the, like, original question, um, answering, like, I guess saying what I said before we started recording, like what happened in 2020 and how I like, you know, mm-hmm. um, well, you go first because I started already. So how did you what was like your I'm starting spirituality or because oh, I, <laughs> I honestly say I honestly say like spirituality, even that, like you like the definition to me is your relationship with God. Right. Spirituality is your is just your relationship with God to me. I think a Christian could be spiritual, a mm-hmm. uh, Muslim could be. So I think, like, I guess, like, yeah. But what's your, how did, when did, you, when did your relationship with God start? Or when did you start to seek that or take it as serious, et cetera? I think spirituality is experience and combined with the way you choose to live your life um, consciously. So, to take it back a little bit about God, right? People say God is love, right? God is love, right? So, a spiritual person is a person with experience and conscious and is moving through the world consciously, knowing that they they have to move from a space of a hippie space of I want to love you, I want to help you, mm-hmm. and you know. I'm going to shine my light to heal you. Mm-hmm. Healing doesn't mean fucking stones and fucking crystals. As much as I fucking love crystals, this mm-hmm. is no bash to the crystal Wiccan whatever community, um, mm-hmm. the mystic community or whatever. 
But it's not just that. It's shining your light, as we were talking about earlier, to help someone else. Um, Sharing your experience, sharing your dollar, sharing your whatever you have that can help uplift or just help someone. So that's what I pretty much think spirituality is, is having that connection and that doing, um, doing the right thing overall and using your experiences as a learning moment in your life to help you do the right thing. Using that intuition, that God source, right? Um, you are God. God is within us. We're child. We're the ch- child of God, right? That's like a big saying in the Christian community. We're children of God. Okay, so that means literally, if you want to paint it like this, if God was an actual physical human being like you and I, and I'm a child of Him, I came out of His fucking vagina, <laughs> then I must be of Him, right? He right. must be in my DNA. He, I must share Him, right? So. Mm-hmm. To me, spirituality is, I know this is going to sound so fucking crazy, but we are all gods. Mm-hmm. Not, nigga, put your knee that you just fucking sprained under my fucking hand and let me fucking heal it that right. way. But being conscious in doing the right things and using your intuition to help guide you through this life on a really loving, in, in a loving way. Mm-hmm. The question was, how did my spirituality start? <sighs> I I like to tell people as like cliche and like cheesy it might sound, like I always had this weird connection when I was young. I always just, I don't know, like I was always a nice person. Um, I did some stupid shit when I was young. Like obviously I feel like when we're all kids, we like have that thing where like we'll talk shit about, you know, we'll roast each other, mm-hmm. shit like that. You know, in your child years, you're learning right from wrong in a sense. And I feel like my spirituality probably began <laughs> maybe when I started smoking weed. <laughs> I think that that's kind of something that's that real. triggered it. Um Because when I started smoking weed, like, I was still, like, really gross out of high school, not really knowing anything, really just kind of moving through life, like, you know, everything's a fucking joke or whatever, like, I'm just living, not really thinking about the shit I was doing, spending money here and there, you know, not really putting thought to shit, you know, you are when that, in that entire age, high school, Mm -hmm. still, you're just kind of fucking living, you Mm -hmm. know, and I think... At 18, I started smoking weed, and I would just have, you know, those, like, when you're smoking weed and you're by yourself, you might go into a little introspection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was me. Like, I would get all these, like, little epiphanies, like, oh, my gosh, like, I got to, like, clean up my act. I got to start doing this. Da, 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 da. But I never really acted on it. I just kind of knew it. But because I was so young, I would still, like, push it, push it back to my head. Mm-hmm. So I would just, like, recreationally smoke a lot just, like, just to get high or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think that's when it kind of started for me, like, just knowing that um, even though I wouldn't act on it, just the fact that I knew that I had to, like, change things in my life and I had to, like, you know not act better but you know move better I think that was it for me and then what really kicked it in motion was this last relationship that I was in 
just going back to how people can help you learn so much shit about yourself I think that's what really did it for me because that made me realize like the shitty person I was being if anything it it really like made that part of me louder it made me really look at it in the face once my once the shit I was doing affected another human being I think that's what set it off for me Mm. that's what made me kind of realize like whoa okay like let me not take shit for granted let me not keep fucking around and playing around let me start to really be better and it's like I was never a fucked up person like I don't want y'all to think that I was like y'all are probably like what were you doing to this nigga like <laughs> no it was nothing bad but you know where you know I feel like as as ladies you know when you have your your boyfriend you're kind of just like or some of us were just kind of like oh you know do this or in my case I had someone who did everything for me so I took advantage of that you know it became like I was a princess and I'm like now I became a queen like do this like why aren't you it became like it awoke that child out of me Mm. that just like do this do that do that that annoying ass fucking grow up bitch that it, it, it awakened that for me while I was with him and when I left and when I was doing I was doing mushrooms too during uh, all of my entire relationship for four years and like I said I always knew of the shit that I was supposed to do right but I had a hard time because of ego and all this other shit I had a hard time really acting on it until I finally broke up with him and I realized how much it affected not only us as a couple but it affected him as a person and I think that was like the pivoting moment for me to be like damn like I don't ever want to do that to a person like I don't ever want to like take advantage of the fact that this person is like helping me out like literally bitch this nigga would do my laundry bro and because I don't know there's just That ego came out and was like, oh, okay, so you do my laundry, so do it all the time, type shit. And then I'm not even going to act like it was all me. Like, obviously, there's some things that also triggered that person to, like, come out and be a little salty and, like, you know, but on his, that he did on his end, but I'm just going to take account for the shit I did. And, yeah, I think coming out of that relationship... Um, really helped me really realize like okay you haven't really been you know the shit you did wasn't that good either he did some shit but look at what you did bitch let's not focus on what he did focus on what you did so yeah I don't really want to go all into it but yeah just being in a relationship understanding where I went wrong and really making the decision the the conscious choice to never do it again is what I think really like triggered it for me I want to say feeling how it felt um putting myself in his shoes putting on my empathy uh cap or whatever and really like um, feeling it feeling it feeling how it, it felt for him just really feeling it I think that's kind of what triggered it is feeling that pain, feeling that ugliness, feeling feeling it all is what really like made me say, okay, 
and then I think after that, like, I lost hella weight, um, I was just on my own shit, like, I was just like, you know what, like, no, like, I'm better than this, like, I'm, and not on, I'm not only am I gonna, like, show you that I'm better than this by acting, I'm gonna show you, you're gonna see it on me, you know what I mean? Hmm. So, yeah, I think that's what, what did it for me, um, we're playing with little baby. He's so cute. Look at him. I'm talking about Destiny's cute little dog he's named in, Blue. He's in my lap. He was in my lap this whole time. I call him little baby though. Yeah. <laughs> little baby. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's what did it for me. And this was pretty recent too. And I feel like you always... It's such a journey, right? I don't feel like the the growth will never stop. Yeah. It's never going to stop. Mm-hmm. This was just kind of the starting point for me mm-hmm. that made me start acting on my fuck shit that I did in that relationship and start healing those parts of me that I needed to heal. But it's never going to stop. You're going to get into another relationship. I'm going to get in another relationship where some things are going to come to the surface and, you know... You learn from that, and you you fix it in that moment, and you don't let it spiral out of control. You fix it then and there, and that's how you live your life. Yeah, yeah, girl. That was a well, yeah. That was that was good. That was your your way of getting spirituality. Um, yeah. And yeah, like how we started off relationships. Like we started off the podcast relationships definitely show you more about yourself um and yeah that's what they're there for people relationships and introspection mm-hmm. allowing yourself to sit mm-hmm. with the trauma sit with the pain sit with the ugly the happy sit with it all be present right be present with it um what did um Solange say what's her song, what's her song? um I tried to drink it away I tried to smoke it mm-hmm. away whatever and it's like Cranes in the sky. Yeah, cranes in the sky. Like, you try to do everything. You try to do it away. But the universe but is going to humble that ass. You, there's no way. Down. You have to go through it. Have in order, to. You, like, you can't smoke it away. You can't work. Like, I feel like that's how a lot of us work. Like, you know, being in this society. Oh, I don't have any time for myself. But oh, well, I have to get up and go to work. Like, let me just go to work so I can keep myself busy and keep yeah, myself off of the. Right. Just distraction. Just, like, distraction. And that's like, you know. I guess that's uh that could be seen as a somewhat of a healthy way to cope with the bullshit that we live in this world. You know what I mean? Like that's that's definitely a healthy way. But you like you you, you have to go through whatever you're trying yeah. to distract. And it becomes unhealthy when it becomes out of balance. Mm-hmm. So when all you're doing is, oh well, I'm gonna go to work or I'm gonna smoke it away or I'm gonna drink it away, that's when it becomes insanity, sis. Mm-hmm. You need that balance. Yeah. You need to you need to offset it with healing, sitting down, not being on the phone, being with yourself. Cut the distractions and get back to you. Facts. Facts. Yes, baby. Blue Tell them. Yeah. Tell them. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them. Yeah. Um, well just I was just gonna tell my story of how I got into spirituality and stuff. So for me, in terms of the relationships, it was definitely my parents' relationship, my, my relationship to have with my parents and 
the relationship that I got out of in 2019. Mm-hmm. So I brought it up. Like saying like you know like you said like like you say oh I've kind of never like I've always felt like I was this person like I've never really like it was uncomfortable like I knew it was like I knew I was faking the funk being anything that I am not now if that yeah. makes you know what I mean like I knew like yeah. like going to church. Take a fuck. The fucking. It was, the song was good, but right. I was just clapping. I I didn't want to clap. I didn't really All the fucking try to understand. From the preacher. Right. <laughs> it's just like, like that. This. And <laughs> yeah, down. so I I feel like I've ne- I've I've never really been heavily into the Christian faith, and so I feel like that definitely had a, something to do with my you know spirituality and my relationship with God. I've always been like, for example, like. I've always, I guess, like, I've, you know how they say, like, you know, spirituality, like you say, our relationship with God, we are gods, and stuff like that. I felt like I've all, like, I've had a strong relationship with myself. Right. That's a thing, that's a strange yes. thing. Like, relationship with God. Exactly. I, wait, right. I feel like I've had a strong relationship with God. That's I've had a strong relationship with, with myself when I was exactly. younger. I was just taught that's not okay and so that that's when you know the whole right. bullshit start happening the and trauma I just, kicks in right tra- trauma kicks in and yeah so i just feel like like for example i've always like told my like i, I did shit when i was young, like like to the like and seeing it now it's like that's that was literally you as a child connecting with god like so for example yeah i would be like i'm not about to do this for myself today i'm about to do this for destiny tomorrow and i would say stuff like that and like I, I say it now, and I looking back, I was like, I I've been said shit like that, and they they didn't want us to embrace it. Embrace it. They didn't want us to. You know what I mean? Those are those are great things. You know what I mean? So yeah, so that, and then okay, so I got into an abusive relationship in twenty eighteen. In twenty eighteen, when I was, when I was eighteen, basically this guy he was very abusive. I stayed with him because he had money or what I thought was, was a lot of money, right? right. Like, oh, okay, this nigga got money. So, I that was basically why I stayed with I with the money, bitch. Yeah. We you about to, about to learn. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I what thought I stayed um he he did um Oh, right, cuz he was a truck driver. He was a truck driver and he had other sources of income. I'll okay. say that. So, yeah. He, you know, he had I thought he had money, so I was like, "Hey, bet." That relationship literally okay being in an abusive relationship it showed i thought that i had self-love when mm-hmm. going in i realized i didn't i realized i didn't quickly because the amount of times that i stayed when he did some fuck shit so i was like okay getting out of that relationship i learned okay i i need to have a self-love journey I, and i wasn't even thinking about religion or spirituality christianity i just i was like i need to Mm-hmm. Sit down with myself because I just went through some bullshit. Sit down with God. Sit down with I need to sit down with God. I need to sit down with God because I just went through some bullshit. And first of all, why the fuck did that happen? Because I was always that. I was always. I remember in high school, I was like, I could, no, no nigga could ever cheat on me. I would be smart. Like, oh, Period. I, I could never be that woman who stays. Oh, right. no. And boom. Like, what the fuck? God, right. life will humble you real quick. Which is why it goes back to you, you said. You went through with him, you experienced him, you sat with yourself, which is why I say spirituality is experience. Spirituality is 
the shit that you go through, the experiences that you go through that you learn from to make you a better person. That, in essence, is spirituality. This has nothing to do with a peace sign. It has nothing to do with a cross. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with Sanskrit, whatever the fuck, Hindu. It has everything to do with what is your relationship with self? Who are you? Mm Mm-hmm self who are you when no one's watching right and is that person authentic to who quote-unquote i am i think of i am as god because you are right (laughs) is that so is that person to who is to who god is you can you know switch it switch the term right and am i being like that be in front of people right and it's so crazy how christianity christian people will say like they, they they go with that whole thing of like I am like when God is like it's I think like, there's like a verse in the Bible where like someone asks they're like oh they're like oh yeah I saw God and they're like oh well what did the, I don't know fucking quote me I don't quote me on this but there's something in the Bible where it says that and then the guy or whatever whoever the disciple whoever it was was he said that um, he said when he saw God God said that he was like I am. Mm-hmm. When he was like, who are you? And he was like, I am. Or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's something like that mm-hmm. in the Bible. And Christians will say it too. Like, they'll use that word, I mm-hmm. am. So I'm like, so what the fuck do you think it means? Right. God is literally telling you, bitch. Right. Like, that you are him. Like, and that's what why I don't, like, looking back now before. Okay, when I first started this shit, I was like, man, fuck Christians. Like, I was just on my whole, like, religion hating type shit. Okay, <laughs> now... Because I was like really trying to jump Because I was like okay I'm not Christian Well am I a Muslim And I started looking at the Quran I was like nah I'm not that either mm-hmm. Okay am I I'm not None that either So I was, I was really like on my religion hating type shit But real shit The Bible was written for Okay we interpreted The Christians interpreted the Bible For example like that Y'all misinterpreted it all the time But I think the Bible is Has has some very important things oh and it, definitely and it's, it's definitely. a it's a it could def it's a it's a great tool you know but definitely. christians we the first first of all i think the the fucking shit has been rewritten how many times right by who so it's like okay there's yeah. a narrative there and it's just like we misinterpret it so many the times the thing is i feel like christian christians interpret it from an ego standpoint of this shit needs to apply here and now mm-hmm. versus the shit needs to apply spiritually mm-hmm. and i'm not saying everyone like i've met some which is why i don't hate christians and which is why like i'll never bag on christians because i have met in my little 23 fucking years of life i have met some of the greatest people who claim christianity who are like devout christians but who really are just Leave like it. They, they're good ass people and then I've had the Christians in my, in, in my family and who I've met who they'll tell you they're Christian and they'll laugh in your face but then they'll go behind closed doors and start putting out these bad almonds and like bad energy about other people mm-hmm. and abuse their kids and abuse their wives but then mm-hmm. go right back to church the next fucking day like ain't shit happened mm-hmm. which is why I, I, I me personally I don't claim Christianity. For me, it's I look at world religions and I study the good out of them and what can be applied 
mm-hmm. to me as a person. Because it's all good shit. I learned that religions are really <laughs> just factions of the same fucking story. Like, the, the, a lot of this, the, a lot of the shit is just. It's just a different prophet. It's just a different, exactly. different disciples. A different nigga who went through different the different story. Experience. A different, and you know, enlightenment yeah, story. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. That's all really what it is, which is why, like, I look at our Christian brothers and sisters and I'm like, y'all know y'all not supposed to be praying to Jesus, right? Y'all know y'all could literally just do the same y'all, shit that I did. And I, I learned it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to cut you out. No, I, I learned. Y'all know that Adam and Eve wasn't, that's a metaphor for some other shit, right? Y'all know that it's not gay people. They were, they were talking about, I don't know. I'm not, I, I heard, I heard about it. Like Adam and Eve is basically like, cause you know, do you know like the Bible and like commit and like how basically the Bible was rewritten from commit spirituality and I did not in, get into like Kemet ancient, in Egypt, okay. in, whatever the fuck Horus is, is. Horus is Jesus, um, Mary is a set, and Joseph is something, someone else. It's just a read. They just changed the name. They just, they rewrote the stories, all that stuff. I learned that Adam and Eve is a fucking metaphor for, I think, the mind and the body, and how that, and the creation story of that, or something like that, the ego and the mind, or the ego and the soul, something like that. And you know how, okay, oh, you, the gays, you know, we're against gays as Christians. That whole, whatever scripture that is, they were talking about men molesting little boys. That had nothing to do with actual gay, you know what I mean? I learned. I was like, wow. That whole, that whole scripture is reinterpreted, is misinterpreted. That's, that's talking about, you're not yeah. that's talk about rape and that and that's not that how that's right. not okay to you know so they're like they're really, they're really reading the bible looking at it from a surface mm-hmm. level versus the deeper meaning behind it i mm-hmm. get what you're saying yeah yeah yo we got surface we got out we, we started we we got i done got off track with the uh i started bashing christians Look, like I said, I don't have any issues with Christians. Like, I, I think the Bible is a great tool to use to, if you, like, you know, you want to use that to get to your relationship, to get to God. Right. Great. It's just religion, I guess, in general, and how you have to follow of certain rules and the but Ten that. Commandments in order for me to be righteous, in order to be worthy of God's love. And it's like, nah. No, you don't. I don't agree with that. You don't. Yeah. Um. What was I going to say? Brain fart. <laughs> um, I was just going to go back to, um, I forgot. I was, I got off topic with my, uh, Christian, with how I got to spiritual. Okay. So abusive nigga, right? Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. First on that. Yeah. No, I think, cause I think I started talking about Christians some, somehow. Okay. But yeah. So abusive nigga, I thought he had money. Okay. So that I got out that relationship. I learned I need self-love. Okay, great. So I, I'm working on that. I learned that not only do I need self-love, I have daddy issues because oh, God, yeah. that, <laughs> that, 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 that literal, that. That, 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 that literal, and I could look back on it now and be like, you know, I probably needed that relationship in Hell order for yeah. me to, sh- to, for me to really like shine that light right, on that right. because otherwise I would have looked at it in a different way. So, you know, 
thank you to X, Y, and Z for right, exactly, showing me exactly. my daddy issues. Because, you know, I, I need to fix yeah, that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I think that's the one thing that I, heard, that I left out of my story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Daddy issues. That's what I was pretty much alluding to when I was saying, like, the shit that I did to my boyfriend when I was telling y'all about my story. Daddy issues. <laughs> That's what I was alluding to. I had let my daddy issues and that trauma from that spiral into my relationship because I didn't heal it. So there was a combination of me not just being happy and then me having my own issue, my own daddy issues. But yeah, daddy issues. Oh, and I think for us as women, the women who are going through daddy issues, y'all need to sit with that shit. We do. Sit with that shit. Heal that shit before you have your next child. And, no, because it's Heal important because shit. us women, we're taught to, to be lovers in completely different ways than men. So having daddy issues is like, and, and uh, you know how they say, oh, your first relationship with is with your dad. The man is with your dad, you know? And, right. you know... You, oh, oh you hear that you know when your dad is sitting in front of you it's like okay yeah whatever and then you get into a relationship and you fuck i have daddy issues and you're like oh shit that correlates and you're like okay all right so it's like okay i get it so uh, yeah the thing for me though is i really never i know going back to that saying when they say oh yeah the first man will fall in love with your dad that nigga was mean to me i don't even think i fell in love with him. <laughs> honestly if anything my daddy issues stem from being in fear of him, mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, like, ugh. But the, but Girl. don't, but but your relationship with your dad does it show you how to look at a man or like how? So here's the thing. Yeah, after I, I left home when I was 19 years old and I moved in with my boyfriend, he taught me. My boyfriend being with that guy, he taught me what to look for in a guy because he was so good to me. Mm. So, um, at first, I didn't know what to look for in a man because, like, as I was saying, I was just fucking living my life, fucking who I wanted to fuck, doing what I wanted to do. Um, Yeah, I didn't know what to fucking look for. I was just kind of experiencing shit, and then I experienced my ex and. He kind of showed me what to look for in a guy. Mm-hmm. If anything, my my dad showed me what not to fucking look for mm-hmm. in a man. Mm-hmm. Everything not to fucking look for. And mm-hmm. I feel like I finally experienced love with my ex, for sure. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who said, you want a guy who's going to want to wash your fucking laundry. You want a guy who's going to do dishes after every fucking meal. You want a guy mm-hmm. who is going to listen to your ass. Mm-hmm. after you get off of work and talk about whatever the fuck it is you're going to do you want a guy who's going to want to love you for you and do all the fucking weird you know lovable lovey dovey shit that comes in between and treats you like a real queen that's what mm-hmm. you want and I think what was my downfall of the relationship was he was doing that and because of my dad treat him as a man because of the um of what I had you know what I had saw in my own family 
Like, my dad wasn't doing that shit. So I took advantage of all the shit that he was, all the love he was showing me because it was the first time I had ever experienced it. Because I never experienced it with my own father. So, yeah. I wish I would have healed that shit before I got into a relationship with him. (laughs) But I didn't. So shit went, happened. But now I know how. Hey. Now I know what to do when love comes my way again, like how it was, and I know what to do now. So I thank him for that. I feel like I kind of healed a little bit of that daddy issue, but it's still going to be there. But I did heal a part of it. Yeah. Uh, a slight part of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. A slight part of it, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize... I had did issues until I got into a relationship and it shut. And I was like, I was like, it was so crystal clear. Mm-hmm. I, Cause I, you couldn't tell me like, I was like, I don't, I mean, I have issues, but I didn't know I have daddy issues. It was, when I got, I was like, it was, how could That's I not? So I was, it was crystal clear when I, because when I saw it. Low key coming up bro with you, I never would have even thought. Low key. It was I say daddy issues in the way in the way that I stayed with him because he had money. I saw my daddy oh, issues and that was crystal clear in that. I was like, why would I stay with somebody because they have money? They're okay. Because is that what you saw like as a little girl? Like, oh my dad. That's what I guess. Man. That's what in terms of like my relationship with uh with a man and how your dad is that first person. I guess that's what I thought that he showed me to value. Make sure your man takes care of you. Money. Right. Right. Make sure your man takes care of you. Have you money. know, Nigerians always gonna be <laughs> right. And and it was nothing else. It was no emotional. Oh. It was no emotional support. Just that. So right. I so it was no emotional support in that relationship. Just that. Just so that. I was like, daddy issues. I'm like, what? So yeah. I was okay. Okay. Got some work to do. Got a rest of self love work to do. And. Right. 29 so 20 that was 2018 or wait, yeah 2018 to 2019 that was uh, that was that was the relationship lasted for like a year so in 2019 i was like mm, fuck that nigga 2020 the pandemic started and i was going through some shit in school so i so the fact that i like took a physical break that helped me a lot so i was like okay great so i'm gonna use this as an advantage i was at home a lot um, I was at I was at my dad's house a lot. I was miserable because I was there, and you know, like I like we've explained in the previous episode, being in a house where you just go to your room all day, you don't talk to anybody. Fuck that yeah. can be draining. So I was like, I can't. Like, so I was that was me. That was all pandemic, you know. So I was like, okay, I was that's why I was like, I have to. I even fuck fuck. I was outside. Fuck that. I was outside. If it if it was just having a five minute. You know, car conversation with myself. That was that was me. But I had to be outside. Yeah. Which goes back to what yeah. I said before about how like being alone. That's kind of mm. fucking concerning when all you yeah. do is you just fucking like. Mhm. You gotta get out. You gotta tell somebody. Mm. You gotta, you know. Yeah. 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 So, so that was that happened. That is when I started getting into my research shit about African spirituality, cause I, cause that's when I started being comfortable with saying I'm not a Christian out loud. That's when I was like, I have to own up to this, cause I can't be in fear that I'm gonna go to hell. I can't believe in a Jesus that I don't really believe in, but just say I believe in him because I don't want to go to hell. Like I have to stop doing that. So I was like, okay, I have to like. I that's when I, 2020, 
researched everything. I was just, I was just learning. I was just trying to learn. I was, I guess, going through a phase of I have to unlearn a lot of shit from the relationship that I just went in with my daddy issues. I have to go on a self love journey, and I have to unlearn and learn what I want to. You know what I want to learn about God. Yeah, for yourself as a person and just learning who you are. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was just like, okay, so that was my you know relationship with god relationship with self so that was just 2020 that was what i was doing and i guess yeah that's what my was and it's 2022 Baby. now oh, i'm over here distracted fine please not thank you okay <laughs> but yeah so i that was yeah 2022 now and i've just been learning and growing ever since and you know, healing, you think it's linear, it's not, it's up and down, and, you know, I I, I always like real-ass people, like, I always like people who could tell me the real, you may, you may hurt my feelings, and I may, you know, think about it afterwards, like, dang, they hurt my feelings, but at least they told me the real, I've always appreciated, like, stuff like that, I've always appreciated truth, like facts, you know what I mean, not Mm -hmm. lies, so I knew that, I, I, that's where, like, I was just researching, you know, stuff that, this is all, all the shit that we've been taught were lies. So I was oh, like, yeah. I was researching the truth. I was like, I was trying to find the truth. Like, you know, so just true. Just, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I've, I've, I, like, I, like, I've, I, I had a lot of misconceptions about going in like, oh, I have to be vegan. I have to be this, I have to be this. Every day, those very misconceptions are Mm-hmm. being dismantled i don't veganism has nothing to do with spirituality you can be Mm-mm. vegan as fuck and be an evil ass person that's what i'm saying right it, it's, so, it's about feeding your soul feeding you so you go into the kitchen right mm-hmm. you know what your body thrives off of right you know that if red meat makes you fucking doo-doo you can't stomach that shit Mm -hmm. so it's like do you then do you want to make a conscious decision to eat red meat or do you should you cut back Mm -hmm. that's just what it's really Mm -hmm. about you know that as human beings what do they say we need Mm -hmm. what is it scientifically proven that we need we need leafy greens we need uh fucking sea moss with all the fucking minerals and we need Mm -hmm. we need this stuff we need Mm-hmm. We need we we need nature. We need to eat green, good food for us, right? So, you know that. Mm-hmm. So make the conscious choice to do that. That's, that's really all it's about, right? Just make the conscious choice. The con. The, it, that's isn't that's what life is? Just making life is about making choices, but the conscious choice, the right choice, right. The, right. the intuitive choice, right. the godly choice, the self choice. Mm-hmm. You know what's good for you, so choose intuitively that's really just what it is about yeah and i learned that there's no even with that choices there's no right or wrong like there's just the choice that's for you Right, so I, I feel like as human beings we're all fucking spiritual how could you not be mm -hmm. it's just that we're constantly or several of us are constantly fighting this battle with ego but it's about living in your consciousness that's what makes you spiritual. Learning how to shut ego off and turn ego back the fuck on when you meet her. Mm-hmm. When you in the club, you're partying with your friends. Okay, let ego come out. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, when, but when you're about to make a decision, a either life or death decision or whatever this, the decision that may come about where you need to make mm-hmm. the right choice, turn that intuition on. 
come come from that space of higher self. You know what I mean? That's really what life is all about. Mm-hmm. I think life is, yeah, like experience. you said, experience, choices, choices relationships, Con- people. Exactly. All that. Conscious choices at that. Not just choices, nigga. <laughs> Conscious choices. Conscious choices. And yeah, just, uh, yeah, like vegan being vegan, I thought, oh, okay, now I thought, okay, recently, you could be vegan, you could be evil ass person, um, you know, I dismantled that, so, and like, I, I, I think I was in, 